Welcome back to the Fear and Beer Podcast, where we discuss all things Halloween Horror Nights, horror movies, and just a little bit of beer. So kill the lights, grab a cold one, and join us as we dive into this mad world we love. I'm Nick. I'm Seamus. And I'm Jamie. Like scary movies. Uh-huh. Here's Johnny. It's alive. It's alive. It's alive. You miss me. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. Why? As a reminder to all listening, if you want to help us to continue growing as a podcast, don't forget to leave us a five-star review on whichever streaming platform you use. To stay up to date with us and all of our episodes, be sure to follow all of our socials. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Fear and Beer Pod. Feel free to reach out to us. We love to interact with you all. HHN32 is dead and gone. Sorry, but not sorry. Had to say it. Had to rip the Band-Aid off. Just had to come to the realization that we are no longer in Halloween Horror Night season. The off-season is starting, but let's not just jump right into that yet. Let's recap some stuff because we got to go over some stuff. We got to go over our final grades. We have our award show coming up. We still have HHN 32 content to come to your way in the coming weeks. But today we are going to go over our final rankings or grades. We try to do it in a different way, a little bit more fair, I think. So what we did was we gave everything a score. So for scare zones, the three of us scored the set design, the costumes, the sound, and the use of area on a scale of one to five. And then I averaged that all together to give us our our total scores. And then for the houses, we did the same thing. We did a score of one through five based off of set design, costumes, sounds, and special effects, the story, and the scares. So I think this is just a little bit more of a definitive grading scale than we've used in the past. We've kind of just, you know, maybe in the back of our mind, we took all these things into consideration when grading these things one through 10, but we didn't really put it pen to paper. So this time we did. So again, the three of us collectively kind of gave each one of these categories in these houses and zones a scale of one through five. I added them all up. I graded them. I averaged them. And you know, what we're, what we're left with is what we're left with. This is the definitive list. So we are not doing three separate lists. This is a average of the collective fear and beer group. I think, I think this is a a little bit more of a fair way. Jamie, what do you think? This is, this is pretty, pretty fair for everything. Yeah. This is my first time getting to do it with you guys. So I was a little confused on the way you wanted to do it, but now that you explained it a little bit more, I, I think I know what we're going with here. So I think, I think that'd be the best way, honestly, versus trying to match up all three of ours and do it like that yeah it's just a little bit easier than I, mm-hmm. I just think it gives it a little bit more a little bit more fun too because i know where everything is ranked because i inputted all the numbers but seamus and jamie sent me theirs separately they did not see mine so giving these rankings on a scale of you know one through five or one through ten whether we're talking scare zones or houses it will come at a little bit of a shock, I think. Uh, some stuff, it ended up being pretty close to, I think, what I would have had as well. But you always know when you're doing 1 through 10, you're like, oh, this one could go up a little bit. This one can go down. But this is no. This is a, a set numerical order of where we're at. So that's what we got in store for you today. Now, I'm currently not drinking anything. <laughs> I have <laughs> kind of taking the month off of drinking after these two months of just unaccountable beers and fried food and garbage (laughs) and staying up late. So I'm taking November to sort of 
personally refresh my system. And I think it's, I think it's a little bit for the better. So I do not have a beer currently. Uh, Jamie, I don't believe you do. I didn't see you grab one from the fridge. I did not either. I'm kind of on the same vibe you're going for right now. I need to yeah. relax. <laughs> yeah. Just got to kind of flush the system out a yeah. little bit. Uh, but that's kind of what we're, we're standing at for, for this, uh, this coming month. So if you're looking specifically for our beer reviews and stuff like that, uh, check back in because <laughs> I'm taking the month off. But yeah, this was very, very interesting where everything kind of laid out for us ranking wise. So I guess before we get into that, Seamus, are you, did you grab a beer at all? Because me and Jamie are, I'm running dry this month. I'm, I'm going to shed the HHN weight. Um, well, I am drinking a beer, but, you know, drinking old reliable, so nothing okay. special. Hey, at I least somebody's drink, representing. I mean, I was going to drink the app, the cider that we have, that I had, that I have or had bought. It's like an eight, some point something percent imperial apple cider or some shit. It's insane, that but good. yeah, it, but I just feel like Wednesday night, I'm probably better off just <laughs> drinking Bud Light or Coors Light, excuse me. Yeah, no. All right. So let's get into scare zones. We'll start with number five, and I'm going to tell us the I'm going to tell you the averages of all the the set design, the costumes, where we ranked up, and then you can kind of say where you were at. If you see something that stands out that like you remember you specifically ranked something differently, uh, I'd be curious to see your reasonings for that. So coming in at number five with a, a score of nine point one six 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 six. We're going to have a lot of weird sixes and threes for the averages, but 9.1 out of a potential 20 is Shipyard 32. So that is our number five. Now, collectively, our set design, we gave that a 2.6, costume 2.6, sound a two, and use of area is a 1.83. So, Jamie, after hearing that, is there anything that stands out to you that maybe you ranked differently? That sounds pretty accurate, honestly. I kind of felt like that was going to be in the number five spot just knowing how you guys feel about it as well. And I'm, it's, it's very interesting to see how detailed you went into this and did the little math and everything. I'm impressed. <laughs> I went very detailed. Uh, <laughs> no, this is good. <laughs> any, any thoughts on shipyard 32 or where this landed? I mean, we, we, I think we kind of assumed this. I don't think it surprises anybody that we didn't like it. Um, we've been talking about it all season that it just wasn't, it just wasn't that good. Uh, it didn't do a whole lot for any of us. Um, so the fact that it ranked where it did, I don't think it really surprises anybody. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I gave it two two for set design, two for costumes, one for sound, and one for use of area. And I only gave it a two for set design because I think you know some of the set piece, like at least that main crane like set piece, looks like it took a little bit of time to build, and um, so I gave him a little credit for that. But other than that, no, this this scare zone did not do it for me. I was pretty yeah. nice with my rankings looking back at them now. <laughs> you were very I mean, nice I'm in your sure. rankings. I gave the set design I, a three. It doesn't the surprise cost, me that the you... The costume's a four. The sound a four? A, a four. It's like mechanic yeah. suits. No, like, I mean, no, I mean, it's because it's reused characters. characters. It's different. And you know I like the compilation characters. It's fun. But I gave the sound four. a three and the use of area a three. So it was pretty much uh, like I, that. I kind of assumed you'd be a little more generous <laughs> with your rankings, I think, Jamie, than, than the two of I us. Was, I, was. I gave it I gave it a two for costumes, kind of the same same reason. There were a couple in there that really did kind of I, I dug. Like, I like I like the bat stilt walker. I thought she, I thought 
she or he were cool. Um, other than that, yeah, that's about yeah. that's about it. <laughs> and I guess I guess I should have prefaced this before we got into all of these rankings, but these rankings are more or less our view of. I mean, a lot of these are not direct relations of or direct correlation to the scare actors. You know, they I, I kind of take them out of the equation, essentially, because a lot of this stuff is out of their control. This is they're kind of given what they give. I would have given scare actors five out of five for every house in every zone because, you know, they do the absolute best with their part. So this isn't indicative of of their effort or or their acting by any means of the imagination or any stretch of the imagination. But we have to still grade these to an extent. So I do want to preface everything that a lot of the stuff we're going to talk about is kind of out of their hands. You know, everybody did a great job. There's no point that I'm going to be like, oh, well, you know, the characters in this house kind of phoned it in or this zone was just kind of lacking. No, everybody did their part. It's just a matter of if it if the part fit well in what I wanted and if it fit in the zone storyline, which again, they don't have control over the storyline. They just kind of do what they do. So if any, you know, if anybody's listening that was in any of these zones or houses, this is not indicative of your efforts over the season. We definitely, definitely commend you for your efforts because it's not an easy gig by any means, but we gotta, we gotta dig into stuff a little bit here. So that, that being said, yeah, I, <laughs> overall, I guess the rankings, Jamie was the generous one. And then I'm me nice. and Seamus were more mm-hmm. like hard nose. I viewed a five as like an all time banger classic. And like, and a one was like the worst thing I've seen. Like, I just kind of, that's how I viewed it as like, I don't really think I gave many fives out just because I, I would kind of hold on to that as like a complete wow. Yeah, I do the I same gave a thing. Out, but that's how that that was my mindset going. I did these. I, I did these bunch. rankings like I rank like I rank beer. Like a five has to be something that like, if not have never seen before, something that like I truly wasn't expecting. Um. So yeah, that's that's kind of how I ranked them. But I, I mean, I gave a couple fives out, so it wasn't like I was super sparse with it. You guys should realize too that I'm very easily amused and uh, amazed. Oh, I, I should say this is not something <laughs> we that we don't know. Uh, it definitely evened it out, which is why I think it works well with us, the three of us, doing this averaging thing because it, it, I think, it puts things in a, in a pretty good collective. So again, Shipyard Thirty Two was at our number five spot for scare zones. Number four, that would be Doctor Oddfellow's collection of horror. That was coming in with a nine point five, so it just edged out Shipyard. Uh, collectively, the set design was a two, three point five for costumes, two, two point three for sound, and one point six for use of area. So the use of area was definitely an issue. That was something for me that I, I kind of knocked it because it just they really didn't use the area by any stretch of the imagination. They sort of just put up a couple trunks, they threw the caravan over there, and then they sort of threw some characters underneath the archway. So for me, it, that part just didn't really hit. Um, I guess I don't need to keep saying all the random numbers because it's going to be a lot of just randomness. I don't want to confuse people. But yeah, that's where we kind of stood on that. Does does this stand out to anybody being weirdly in the number four spot for scare zones? No, no, I don't think so. I think that I think like you said, the, the, the use of space was the biggest problem with this one. I think this one could have been really good had they put it in a better spot. I, I 
I think that they suffered a little bit from that because nobody spends a lot of time up front to begin with. Once they come in, they want to get to one part of the park or the other. They want to be either in the back or over by Fallon's in New York. So they don't really spend a ton of time up front. And I think that really hurt this, this scare zone. If they had done more, maybe with the set piece with that, like that little carriage set piece, maybe they would have drawn more people, but there wasn't enough to keep people up there other than to like check out, you know, see Dr. Otfeld and be like, yo, what's up, man? But then keep walking on. Like there was not a lot there to keep you there. So I think that's kind of where this sits it. I, I, it's definitely not as bad as Shipyard, but it's, but it wasn't much better. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Uh, Jamie, any thoughts on Dr. Oddfellows? Nah, you guys pretty much said it all. I was kind of shocked a little bit that Oddfellows didn't come in the number five spot just because not that, like you were saying too, Nick, not that we hated any of the scare zones or any of the scare actors in it and stuff like that, but just not our favorites. So, but once you said that it was only like 0.1 apart, that made a little bit more sense. But yeah, I think we all kind of collectively agree that it was just placed in a bad spot, which is unfortunate because there was some cool characters and the costume design were pretty cool and stuff. So. Yeah, the costumes, I gave it a little bit of a bump. Um, mm-hmm. The set design, I kind of dropped it a little bit because there really wasn't much to grade. You know, there's like two pieces in there. Right. So it's just kind of kind of just is what it is, unfortunately. Um, coming in at the number three spot. Jamie, do you want to take a guess at what we have at the number three spot? Because now like, I feel like the top three are a little bit closer. So I feel like I would know because I feel like this list ended up being kind of similar to our rankings, but maybe you're trying to throw me for a curveball. So I'm going to say, no, I'm going to go, I'm going to say dark Zodiac, <laughs> dark Zodiac, dark Zodiac. It is in the number wow. three spot, uh, coming in with 12 points collectively between all of us. Um, yeah, I put this just kind of right. I gave this, I, I will say I did give this a five for costumes. That was the one strong point that I gave for it. I did think that there was so much variety. They were so detailed. I loved the costumes, but again, kind of the use of area, the sets were minimal um, and the, the sound and stuff with that, with the chainsaws kind of took it down for me, but the costumes overall, I think were, were really, really well done. So that's, that's kind of where I had that. But what do you think about Zodiac, Jamie? I also ranked the costumes the highest. I gave the costume a four and then costumes a four and then everything else. I gave a solid three. I don't I'm I'm pretty generous. <laughs> you're, you're right. Yeah. I'm definitely going to be the generous one. But I feel like there was don't get me wrong. Like, I know you guys like aren't a big fan of the chainsaws and stuff like that. But like, they don't bother me, I guess. I feel like I kind of the sound just kind of drowns out for me now i don't really even pay attention but hmm. it's still like you said it doesn't really add much to that scare zone and it kind of brought it down a little bit but i figured this would be at this spot right there in the middle mm-hmm. yep uh seamus thoughts on dark zodiac one final time um yeah i, I gave i think that same as you i gave the costumes a four because i think the costumes are really unique and different and i enjoyed the majority of them um i think the only kind of boring meh part was this was the chainsaw people and not just because they have chainsaws and they're making chainsaw noises but their costumes weren't very i mean they were just dudes in black people in black hoods so they weren't really there wasn't a lot of thought put into it um i think they just needed a place to put the chainsaws and that was the best place they could come up with um so that definitely hurts it a little bit but again i think they make pretty good use of that area pretty good set design and the costumes were the reason that really kind of drove it up for me, but it's not surprising to me at all that this came in third. It was going to come down between this and jungle. I think that kind of where they either second or third, but I felt like this one was just a little bit worse than jungle. So it doesn't surprise me one bit. 
Yep. Yep. So number four, obviously, is that Jungle of Doom Expedition Horror coming in with 12.6 points. So it beat out Zodiac by 0.6 points. So very, very tight for that for that race. Um, I mean, personally, I gave it. Sorry, didn't number two. Sorry. Yeah, number two. So Jungle (laughs) Doom number two. I was looking at all the threes on the board. No, it's okay. I just want to make sure. I gave it a three for set design. I gave it three and a half for costumes. Uh, Use area gave it a two and a half just because it was just kind of jumbled up. They didn't extend it out as much as the previous years, but that's just kind of where I landed on jungle. I had a good time. Super, super fog heavy. I liked the majority of the stuff that was in there. I just wish there was like a little bit more variety, I guess would be the what I want because it seemed like there was kind of just like a lot of planner boxes. There was a couple of those like little pods, I guess is what they would pop out of in their little boo holes. Uh, you know, a couple stilt act, stilt walkers, and then just a bunch more fog. So it was, it was very, it was very fine. Let's call it very fine. Uh, but Seamus, any final thoughts on Jungle of Doom? Nope, I think you covered it. Uh, it was okay. It was pretty good. It wasn't the greatest scare zone I've ever experienced, but you know they do what they can with that with that size space, and you know sometimes it you know, it works and they knock it out of the park. And sometimes it's like this where it's like, yeah, it's okay. It does what it needs to do. But I think the costumes are the best part again with this one, which like, uh, um, Oh my God. Um, the last Zodiac one, Zodiac. I think the costumes yeah. are the best part about it, but yeah. Um, other than that, I think you kind of covered most of it. Yeah. The costumes in our rankings had the highest of all of the, uh, all of the attributes for it for sure. Uh, Jamie, any final thoughts on Jungle of Doom? Yeah, kind of same thing. All I was going to say was I had the costumes ranked the highest. I really enjoyed the costumes in the scare zone, and the scare actors are really good and definitely got me a couple times. But like you guys said, not to keep repeating, but it's just that's just a hard space to utilize. And I wish that they used it a little bit more with how they've done with past scare zones, adding some more stuff like they did with Scarecrow and whatnot. All right. Well, Jamie, you want to announce the number one scare zone for us? Number one is going to be Vamp 69, Summer of Blood. Yes, it was. So it came in with a total. Yeah, a total score of 14.8, which is the out of 20. Pretty, pretty close. Uh, The sound definitely was the high point. It got a 4.3 out of all of us. So use of area was good as well. It was pretty across the board, at least in that mid three range for everybody. Um, so Jamie, why don't you, why don't you talk about vamp 69 since this was kind of your number one going in and it stayed your number one constantly throughout. It did. I'm just going to, I'm going to miss, I already do miss the scare zone so much. Honestly, I wish as much as I was talking shit saying that, Oh man, I'm kind of glad Halloween horror nights is over. I can finally relax. Now I'm like, dang, it's a Wednesday night. Could go to horror nights after. And I'm like, Oh wait, we can't. But yeah, I ranked these, all of these pretty high. Uh, the only things I ranked a little bit lower that I didn't give fives to were the set design and the use of the area. Um, even though there was a lot of props and different stuff like the bus, the hookah table tent, um, the other tent with like the severed head, the lettuce bowl and stuff like that. And some of the stages, I just, maybe I expected more props and different, like little Easter eggs and different things that they can put in there and whatnot. Like the merch booth. I know you'd mentioned before, Nick, I thought that was a really good idea. That would have been fun. Um, and then the use of the area as well. I had, um, yeah. I don't want to say that the use of the area wasn't great because it is, especially for such a big stretch that they use. 
I guess more so I was thinking use of area as in where they had stuff placed out. I feel like it was a little sporadic and it kind of lengthened it a little bit, but it just made it look a little bit more empty. But overall, Vamp 69, you definitely will be missed. And I miss all my vamps already. And this is a great scare zone and I'm glad we all collectively enjoyed it. Yeah, thankfully I, um, so I stayed closing night to close it out and I, I ran a couple houses and it was like that one 45 ish time. And I'm like, you know, what? I don't, instead of going into one more house, I'm just going to kind of hang out and vamp. And it was just a very cool experience. Everyone, you know, the whole crew went to the front of the stage. They were all singing and dancing as, you know, counting down the minutes essentially. And then they did one kind of final curtain call essentially they had one last little show with the the hammer girl went up on stage everyone was cheering they they tore her apart we got the no love no peace only blood from the the blood slayers leader uh and then they kind of walked out one at a time to a uh, i was gonna say standing ovation but it's a scare zone everyone's standing to a full (laughs) ovation of everyone clapping their way out of there to close out hhn32 so that was a really really cool moment that i got to experience uh, Seamus, thoughts on Vamp 69? Yeah. Um, again, this year, just in overall, wasn't my favorite for Scare Zones. I think we can all agree. Um, but this one was by far and away the best one of the year. I, I think that, you know, for as simple or as, you know, I don't want to say generic but it's but it's not it's not the right word. I'm to think, i don't know the right i don't know the right word but a basic or just- for as basic or simple the, the the costuming and the setup was they really did kind of go out of their way to make this scare zone work so that goes first of all a lot to say to the scare actors you guys did an awesome job um and that's not to say that everyone else didn't do a good job either you know like nick said earlier this has nothing to do with necessarily the scare actor's ability to perform their part but i think with this one it was just a really special scare zone compared to the other four it's not my favorite overall from the years that i've gone um but i think that this one definitely was the big draw i think it has very little to do with the area i think the area works just because it's big but i think with this one the music the set pieces the varying different characters between the vampires and the victims i I think it just worked it came together and worked really well um and yeah, so I kind of agree with what you guys said. I think it was just a fun place to hang out, a fun place to go and get a drink, something to eat, and not have to run to a house. It, it's the one place you want to kind of go and, and, and chill for a little bit. So uh, yeah, I think that uh, I think kind of going along with what you, both of you said, it's a little sad because I kind of want to go listen to some set, uh, 60s music and hang out <laughs> yeah. in the fog. But uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely think that Vamp 69 by far was the best scare zone this year. So congratulations, everybody that worked it. Yep, it actually took first by 2.2 whole points, which is the biggest gap of any of the scare zones that we had. I would imagine uh, so, most of the most people that went to the event would have agreed that this is probably the best scare zone. Yeah, I believe so as well. So again, just a recap, our five through one for our scare zones. It went Shipyard 32, Dr. Oddfellows, Dark Zodiac, Jungle of Doom, and then Vamp 69 taking the crown of scare zones this year. So let's get into houses because I feel like this is where things are going to kind of not vary. But I, I, for me personally, this is pretty close, I'd say, to where if I had to rank them myself, this is kind of where they would land. Um, but again, 
we'll see how everybody else reacts to that. So let's kick it off with number 10. I don't know if this one is necessarily going to be a surprise to anybody, uh, but Chucky Ultimate Kill Count came in at number 10 with 11.8 points. And again, when we're ranking the houses, uh, we broke it into five categories. So there is a max of 25 points. So we ranked it set design. We ranked costumes, sounds and special effects, the story and the scares. So on a scale of essentially, we didn't give anything a zero, but one through 25 is the is the possibility. So Chucky came in with an 11.8. What do we think? So I want to go to Jamie because Jamie, go through your rankings on this one a little bit because they were very different and they brought the average up. (laughs) I am absolutely shocked and betrayed that Chucky is at number 10. There is no way. I thought you guys were going to say Dueling Dragons, and I was still going to be pissed off. There's Y'all are a bunch of haters. So what <laughs> was, go through go through your rankings individually of, of this this house, because I want to discuss with Seamus. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, because we can explain it. Because I think, I think because even mine, like, I surprised myself a little bit. So I don't think this is necessarily just hating on it. No, I think I'm this house guessing. suffered from a few from a few specific things so i do want to hear kind of like why you thought it was as good as you did and kind of then go through with you know our two rankings and kind of figure out where we differed maybe i was delusional at work when i was doing these rankings i think but jamie i think again i I think i think chucky house i really but i think i think part of it is is and there's nothing wrong with this i think you're definitely you're a lot more positive <laughs> is, is the best way to put it about, 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 about everything. Whereas I'm hypercritical and I think Nick's kind of like right in the middle. Yep. And I think that makes this so good is that like, we want to hear differing opinions. I, I know that I'm going to get hate for hating certain things. Oh. Um, like I always do. I mean, this is, this, I'm a shameless as the hater on the, on the podcast, but <laughs> please, I, I, again, I don't want to keep cutting you off. So, so explain your, thought process we don't have to go through this every house but we'll start with chucky because chucky is a 10 and it is surprising because the way i was talking about dragons you think i would have ranked dragons a lot lower but again please go go ahead (laughs) so set design four costumes four sound and special effects four story four and scares three (laughs) holy shit yeah yeah when i saw those numbers i was like okay what's what's going on here so just let's let's touch on the the story real quick so a four a four out of a possible five you've seen pretty much any of the child's play films and pretty much any of season one or season um two of chucky you're gonna know what's going on and i feel like chucky's i feel like chucky is that kind of character like even if you aren't familiar with child's play and those films you know of chucky the killer doll obviously so you know you know what he does i feel like that's kind of justified in his name whatever but i don't know i feel like the story kind of went really well i feel like the meta story that they were actually going for wasn't really drawn out as well as they expected it to be or as well as they anticipated so i feel like that kind of threw people off but i feel like you didn't even really need that aspect of it because i feel like it still told a story with the different scenes from the different child's play movies in the chucky series yeah so and for me I took the story that like they told us, like the whole meta. Right. This is a bad haunted house. Chucky showed up, didn't like it, was killing people. And like I graded my score essentially of like how well I pick could pick that story out by going through the house. Right. And kind of meshed it with how much do I actually like that idea. Uh, but I gave the storyline a one. A one? <laughs> Just 
Yeah, I just oh it didn't what, what they said was going to happen just didn't didn't fully come to me from walking through the house. It just kind of looked more of a best of which had they said this is a best of Chucky kills or whatever, um, then I probably would have ranked it higher. But the way they said it was it was this meta thing where Chucky comes to, you know, possesses people and you got random characters just from the movies dying and then you have random big Chucky's and then you have Chucky's on a on a string and Chucky's playing with electrical cords and it was just kind of I'll say messy is the is the right word I think for for the story and then see costumes you gave it what a four yes what some of those puppets and everything look so good yeah but uh, I mean, I consider that. I, gave co- I, consider one that again. I consider that <laughs> costuming department, I should say. But honestly, the other costumes weren't that bad either for the characters that they did have in there. They were just wearing t-shirts. Glenda looked like, great. You knew Chucky. who Glenda was. They looked great. <laughs> and then the kid, the people dressed up with the Chucky outfits looked good, and their makeup looked good. I don't know. Maybe I'm just too nice, but I really didn't hate this house. I wish I got to do it a couple uh, more runs. I feel like I kind of slacked on it, but I don't know. <laughs> I still right. don't know how uh, landed number 10. We don't got to keep going over it. It's okay. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Uh, Seamus, any any other thoughts on, on Chucky and the, the wildly positive, ambitious scores from Jamie? I like Chucky. No, I mean, <laughs> so I wanted to really like this house. I did. I really wanted to give it a chance because I think going into it, I wasn't super hype on it. Like, I didn't really dig it. And like Nick, I'm not a massive fan of Chucky the character. I like the original Child's Play. And I can find some charm in like the Chucky movies just because, you know, they are what they are, but I don't, I don't subscribe myself to the, to the massive Chucky fan base that, that that's out there. Like I know there's a lot of people that are really, really into it. So they got exactly what they wanted, but I'm with Nick. The story's awful. There really was no cohesion to it whatsoever. It was just like, let's find the best things that we can think about, about the show and then some stuff from the movies and, throw it all together into one big house. Um, but there really was no story. It was just, Hey, remember this kill? Hey, Hey, remember this, remember this kill? And then a bunch of stuff that like, they kind of threw together. So that didn't really excite me. I didn't consider the dolls part of the costumes. I consider those part of the special effects and I gave that a three. So mine was one for set. Start over again. One for set design. Cause there wasn't much of a set to really begin with. What? Two for costumes, because, again, I thought the big, big, you know, fake Chucky costumes, I'm glad they found a way to to tie those in because I thought those were going to be kind of cool. And that kind of gives some of the story some life where it's supposed to be like a meta house and and Chucky's taking over the universal Chucky house. At least you included those guys. But other than that, yeah, it was it was people in jumpsuits and T-shirts. It wasn't like there was nothing special about it. Um, the sound and special effects, though, I give it credit because one, they actually had Brad Dorf come in and do the lines. So I, I think that's cool. Two, the puppets were awesome. I think the very first puppet is amazing. I'm, I think it's crazy that they, they they have some like legit puppet house based in Massachusetts, build it for them. So I think that was kind of a cool story. And then the, the other dolls were, were, were pretty cool. Uh, and some of the gore effects weren't bad either. I like the idea of the guest-operated scares too so that oh, was kind yeah. of like, yeah, 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 guest operated triggers or whatever yeah, so yeah, that's gaps yeah so the, again interesting idea could be better implemented but otherwise 
it, I thought that was pretty cool. But then I gave, like I said, the story a one and the scares, I'll give, I gave them a two. They weren't bad enough to be a one, but I mean, there weren't anything memorable to be honest with you. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's unfortunate because I really did think that the dragons was going to be the worst house here. Um, but you know, I mean, between the last of us, Chucky and dragons, I figured those would be the bottom three. So we'll see where this goes. But, uh, but yeah, sorry, sorry, Jamie. I'm sorry I didn't like Chucky nearly as much as you did. It's okay. <laughs> well, let's jump right into number nine then, because you mentioned one of them, Seamus. Number nine, The Last of Us. Oh, coming in wow. 12 and a half points out of 25. Uh, the, the real drawback for this one on our scale from what we've ranked, it was the scares in the story. Those were both the bottom yeah. that kind of dragged it down a little bit. Uh, yeah. The set design was fairly above average. It was at a 3.8, but the others, the the story and the scares were at a 1.8. So yeah, for, for me, I, I think the, the story aspect that hurt it was pigeonholding the house into the one, one area. You know, I think going into it, we, we were kind of on the fence of being like, this could either be a good idea, so that way it's it's cohesive at least. Um, but by doing that, you're excluding a lot of other stuff that was from the game that could have been used. That was like would have been fun to see. Uh, I, the scares for me dropped because of I view it as like lack of taking the opportunity to really get us. You know, going in, I thought we were going to have some very dark rooms with you know, sounds of a bunch of clickers around us. And there was really only one little scare in there that had the double scare of the clickers from both sides with those mirrors. So you didn't see them coming. But other than that, it didn't hit for me. I really wanted to feel that claustrophobia. I wanted to feel that that pressure that they're coming in and swarming us. And I just never fully got that. Uh, I think having Joel and Ellie in you know, Joel was in two spots. I think Ellie was in one spot. I think that hurt it a little bit as well. Uh, but I guess, Seamus, what do you think with Last of Us being here at the number nine spot? Yeah, it doesn't surprise me that it fell as far as it did. I think the story, or no, sorry, the scares definitely hurt it. I gave it a one for scares. Um, there was nothing scary about this house. Uh, I think that there were, you know, points in it that, could help you kind of pick out certain things from the game. If you played the game for those that didn't play the game. I mean, yeah, there were things that you probably could recognize from the show because it did follow pretty closely to that story, but nothing really was incredibly remember, uh, memorable from it. So uh, again, I'm, I'm surprised it fell to nine, but just, just because I gave set design a four, because I think that was the best part about it. It definitely gave you, the game like you were in the last of us and i think that comes from the set design more than anything else i think it just looks like the game uh and then the costumes i gave a three because beyond behind that the costumes are what give it you give it the the effect but there's so many things that i felt like it they could have done but they didn't do and that really did kind of drag it down for me so unfortunately um for the fans of the game you know we just we just weren't super wild about it. And I know there's people out there that are, are going to be super into it and think that it was one of the best hosts of the year. Um, but we, and we didn't rank, we didn't actually rank like wait times either. Like that wasn't part yeah, of our decision making, nope. but it definitely would have hurt it even more. <laughs> so if wait times yeah. were included in that, because 
I don't think it's worth the hour and a half, two hours that people were waiting to, 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 to go through it uh, on, you know, busier nights. So yeah, I, again, not my favorite, not probably, probably would not have been my 10th ranked house if we had just ranked them, but it definitely would have been the bottom three for sure. Yeah. And me and you are very similar for set design. I gave it a three and a half and the costumes, I gave it a three as well. So we're, we're right along the lines there. I don't uh, even know Jane, we could do half points. I would have done half points had I known that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the I, reason I gave it a four. <laughs> I should have, I should have said that, but I just did half points myself and I think it worked out better because yeah, we ended up okay. with zero, we ended up with zero ties on, on these. Oh, so well, we good. Very a definitive good. one through 10. Uh, Jamie thoughts on the last of us. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of surprised that it went below Dueling Dragons for you guys. I'm interested to see Seamus's rankings. Maybe he's maybe he's came around a little bit, but I ranked this fairly low. Let it be noted, though, that I did only do this house one time through the whole season. A new really? record. I, oh, I did it a couple times. Nope. Last of Us, I only did one time on opening night. Never again. I said I wasn't going to do it again, and I didn't do it again. Like you said, I can't. I just can't. I hate to be a hater. There you go. I'm the Last of Us hater. I hate to. I hate to say it, but I just can't justify waiting in that long of a line for something that I don't really enjoy. Um, I did give the set design a four. I thought it was really cool when we did the unmasking the horror tour. I definitely grew an appreciation for it to see with the lights on and see all the detail that was actually in it. Uh, the costumes I gave it a three, and then I gave the rest of the categories twos. So that's probably what brought it down a little bit, but. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just hard for me because, like I've said before, I just haven't watched, I've only watched a little bit of the series, I haven't played any of the games, so I can't really follow the storyline that much through the house, but from what people said, it's only follows, from what you guys have said, only follows one storyline, Nick. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's all I gotta say about The Last of Us. <laughs> not, the, not the biggest fan. Alright, well, moving along to number 8, with a 15.8 is Dueling Dragons Choose Thy Fate. So it's right there. The biggest drawback for this one, for ours, was the scare factor. Had the scare factor gone up one point per person, I think this would have been in the top six, possibly. Wow. Um, yeah, because it, it, across the board, it got real. I mean, the set, the, so the set design got a 4.1. Costumes were a 3.6. Sound and special effects, 3.3. A 3 for the story, and then a 1.6 for the scare. So the scares definitely took it back. So let's just kick it over to Seamus, our, our resident dragon fan, <laughs> and let him talk about his, because I think this will surprise you a little bit. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie to everybody. Um, I mean, I'm not going to stuff my face full of humble pie, but I'll take a <laughs> nibble. I'll nibble a little bit on it. Um, I gave the set design a four because I think that and the costumes were its strongest point. So they both got fours from me for, for those two rankings. And to be honest with you, you know, just to go on a tangent, like, the idea of ranking these by these five different categories, it completely changes the game. Because chances are, if we had just ranked them, I would have stuck dragons probably at nine or ten. Yeah. Because overall, it still wasn't one of my favorite houses of the year. I knew I wasn't really going to like it. I didn't really like it. Um, but I have to give I have to give its due where it's where it's due. Uh, I and you know I'm 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 man enough to 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 man up and say when I'm when I'm wrong in certain places and i think that for set design and costumes it was one of the better houses i think that the set design worked really well they put it together really well it felt like you were in a medieval castle fighting dragons i mean it, it just it 
it, it gives that uh, effect and that's what you get from it. I think the costumes are really good. All the du- dueling wizards, whether I like the story or not, which I didn't obviously, um, it still, it conveys that story to you. It conveys a battle between, you know, blue and red, hot and ice or fire and ice, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, so it, do- it does what it sets out to do. So I have to give it its due. Um, but then I gave sound and special effects a two, um, only because I think I think some of the the light lighting effects in it are really cool. Other than that, don't really care about it. Uh, and then I gave the story a one and the scares a one because I hated the story and it's not scary whatsoever. So uh, we did have a very good run the day uh, you know, before. And, and again, right? So fun. like that helped again, it out. I think I gave <laughs> having that last run we did. The, like the second to last night of the year where it was literally like a group of seven or eight of us and we went through and there was nobody else with us, you know, between that run and the run I did with my son, Colin, where it was me and him, the only two that picked ice, no one followed us into ice. No one was ahead of us in ice. And we got Merlin. I think that was a pretty, pretty cool experience for him and for myself, but it doesn't change the fact. I think the story was stupid. I, I am sorry, <laughs> sorry, Universal. I just it, it was not it's not my thing. Um, but again, you know, it I, things things can surprise people, and I think this is going to surprise a lot of the listeners of our podcast because they probably figured that this Dragon's House would be like tenth by far, and it wasn't. So yeah, and that's kind of how close. I feel about it. It's very close to the one above it as well. It's it's a matter of. Point seven, I want to say. Huh. I'm not great at math. Oh, point five. Point five. I figured away, these would I be think. really close either way. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty pretty tight for there. Um, yeah, that last run, I didn't do it on closing night because the run that we did the night before was just so perfect. I didn't want to touch it. Uh, but yeah, we got to run it. We we paired up Seamus and uh, Jess from HHM three six five. So we all we all got to go. So it was all of us, Matt from catacombs. It was just a whole group of your, your favorite HHN potters just going around and playing magic with the, with the wizards. And it was just such a, that was such a good run. Uh, Jamie thoughts on dragons in the number eight spot, eight spot. Yeah. It actually made it higher than I thought it was going to be. Like, like you guys said, I thought it was going to be in the 10th spot. I think everyone else was probably going to think the same thing too. Um, I ranked this very high. I, figured that we would all have the scares on kind of a lower totem i put a two i had a two for the scares actually just didn't really get too many scares in it but everything else i ranked really high seamus you said you gave the story a one yes oh (laughs) i gave the story a five and i gave it a three in the middle jamie what are you talking about when you're you're walking near the house through the big like through the big hallway it literally tells you what's going on yeah but it's a good story though oh i could i could i get it i get it (laughs) exposition for exposition's sake is not always a good thing but look but look again again take this as is how i rank things a five like a five (laughs) for story would be like graveyard games yeah like the it, it, for 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 me, it has to be like it has to be a really really interesting, unique story that is conveyed well through the scare actor actions, the set piece working together, and the costuming. It has to all come together to really convey that story. That's why like last year, monsters would have been a one for me. 
because the story yeah, didn't the story. come through. The story wasn't good. This one, the story's not good. And well, to be honest with you, with all you they're doing. Monsters. I agree with you well, on monsters. But with this one, all they're doing really is repurposing the ride story. Exactly. For the story in the house. But this, but it's not a good story. And besides, it's not it, to me. It's not unique because the Merlin thing has been around forever. Like Merlin's not a he's not it's not, it's not a universal character. That's something they came up with. This is something that <laughs> you know comes from you know folklore and Robin Hood and all this other That's shit. Um, so they just repurposed Merlin for their own for their own thing. Um, the most unoriginal uh, wizard name. I, I don't, it's just I, yeah. yeah. Look, I look. I get it. I think you and I are very much different on this. Like I think you are into this stuff. I'm not. Like. The farthest I'll go fantasy-wise is Game of Thrones, and that's just because it's super bloody, super horny, and kind of fucked up. I'm not Um, even super into, like, fantasy stuff. I just thought how you said, I thought it portrayed the story of the ride very well. And that's fine. And I think that's why a lot of people like it. I think that's why you like it. I have no connection to the ride. I never rode the ride. The ride was gone by the time I had come back to Universal. It It hadn't been built the first time I was there, and it was gone by the time I had gone the second time. So... Um, that's fair. Though. It's just not. It's yeah. It's just not. Just not for me. Uh, and I can I can appreciate why people like it. Um, but I would never give this. A, I would never give it a five. I mean, <laughs> if, if, if if I if I were like you and I liked it like you did, I'd give it like a three, maybe a four. I just love Mister Pot. <laughs> no, no, you're not. It's okay. It's fine. Like, I think your version of a five is a lot different than what my version of a five is. Like if I said, I like a five teacher, yeah. If I was like every teacher, from- I'd be the worst teacher because I'd be just grading everyone so well. <laughs> oh, give the smelly kid a five because I feel bad for him. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I, a story for me, I gave it a three because I thought it was like just right above average. Like it's it's about as average with a little extra. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's move along then. So number <laughs> seven, again, this is coming in with 16.3 points. Stranger Things 4. What? Yes. Really? This was kind of like everything that's kind of like right across the board average. Um, you know, the low point was the the scares at a yeah. 2.3, but everything else was in that mid 3 range. Uh the high point being the costumes at 3.8 and then everything else like I said is right around the right around the average point. So and that's kind of where I sort of graded it. I mean, everything is pretty lined up to what I gave it. You know, I'm looking back at the dragons set design at a 4.1 and the stranger things set design is a 3.3. So it just kind of, you know, they, that's kind of where it went. That's kind of where it lost. But uh, so Jamie, the shocked voice, stranger things four surprised. You're, it's at number seven for us. I'm very shocked actually. I'm really That's surprised. Why I like these averages. I do, I do too, but I'm really surprised. I feel like did you even count my rankings? <laughs> I yes, ranked I this. I ranked, I ranked this fairly high for all the categories, and and I was the one who was saying that this wasn't my favorite house this year. But I feel like the more you guys were doing it, I feel like you enjoyed it more and more. So I'm surprised it was this low. I gave everything a four except for the scares. Scares, I had given a three. I thought the characters that I did see throughout the house, that was the only thing, was that I think every run I just did, I just maybe missed them by that slight second. But the characters that I did see, the characters that I did see, resembled their character that they were portraying so well. And I thought everyone did really great. The costuming, I feel like, was pretty spot on. The set design, I did like. I just, I think it was lacking in a couple parts. But pretty much, if you're... Try how how do I say this? 
it embolized, I guess, the show really, really well. I mean, it was resembled. Like when, resembled there you go. When we did the Unmasking the Horror Tour, how he or uh, how our tour guide was um, talking about the comparisons from the show and how they set everything up perfectly in Eddie's trailer and just the back bedroom that they actually built out and filled up the whole bedroom. I thought it was really cool and it feels like they took a lot of time to do it. The only thing that kind of got me and I feel like I didn't take this into consideration when I was doing the scoring was a lot of the black uh curtaining and I know you said that mm-hmm. before too Nick when the um in the big Vecna's lair area and all that kind of stuff they have the black curtaining in the back and then when they have the big grandfather clock lying down in that one room it's kind of the big black curtain on the back too so I probably would have given that a three if I gave it a little bit more thought but I was kind of reading through everything at once when i was doing my rankings so but yeah i'm still surprised it ranked this low honestly yeah that's the set design i had at a three uh just Ah. because of that that factor of those those curtain rooms and stuff like that i I thought that that was i think there was a lot of missed opportunities you know we could have had a very cool creole house we could have had some some stuff like along that. I just thought there was some missed opportunities in there. Yeah. Like you said, the characters in this house were so cool. Like they were spot on. They were great. Uh, They were just absolutely perfect for their parts and they killed it. But overall it was just kind of like, I put everything right at like a three and a three and a half. And then the scares, I gave a two just because it wasn't really meant to be a scary house per se. You know, there's a couple here and there that, you know, they, they get you when they pop out. But for the most part, you go through it to see the set and you to see the characters and that's just kind of unfortunately where it landed for me. And I had this thing at like number one, I think, going into the season. But Seamus, Stranger Things 4 at the number seven spot. Surprised? Uh, no, because I think that from what we were all saying, kind of as we were going through the year, I think that this house kind of just averaged out for me. It just kind of fell sort of flat, I think, compared to what we thought it was going to do. Um, just it didn't it didn't. I think what it does is it suffers somewhat from how good a lot of the originals are. And judging by who is on this podcast, I think that, you know, a lot of the originals tend to shoot way up the rankings and the, and the, and the IPs kind of suffer for for that a little bit. Um, I gave this one, the costumes were the best part. I gave that a four. Uh, I think that, you know, they go well out of their way to find, scare actors that actually look like the characters from the show. They go out of their way to make sure that it really does immerse you into the story of the show because of that. And I think that helps. Um, but set design, I only gave it a three because there were, there were aspects of it that I felt like they kind of, they didn't utilize the space as well. I, I, I understand like they were going for big and broad and they want to like, you know, they want the other, the, the, um, the upside down to feel like the upside down. And I think they do do that kind of well, but they definitely, they missed, they missed the mark when it came to some of the, some of the set pieces, the, the facade could have easily been the Creel house. And it wasn't, um, there were, there were parts of it that, you know, did kind of suffer because of that. It did feel kind of samey because you went through the trailer a couple of times to kind of mimic different scenes. And there's nothing wrong with that necessarily, but they're also like some of the transitions were kind of weak. Like here's the desert. It's this tiny little room with sand. Why even have it at all? Um, Or the pool, which is a little weird. Um, So I I think it kind of suffered a little bit from that. Um, Sound effects story, both got threes for me and the scares was a two. So not entirely surprising that it finished kind of 
lower mid pack, but I guess a little surprised that it was as low as seven. Uh, but otherwise, I mean, again, I, I love the show. Don't get me wrong. I think Stranger Things season four was still like the second best season of the show, but it didn't really translate as well as I thought it would to a house. And that's unfortunate because I think, I think it does, you know, it did what it set out to do, but it was never going to really ever meet the hype that it had. I, I don't think. Yeah. And it just, there was a couple of spots, like you mentioned the desert and they're like, when we were doing our tour, they're like, oh, and this is the desert. It's like, okay, the wall's just kind of painted beige. Like, and oh, right. you're and supposed you, to be in a pool here. It's just painted and blue. Like, you would never that, pick like, that up. Like the cool things about this house that, you know, that I didn't take into account because we didn't learn about it unless we were on the tour. So like the Eddie thing, like the, his room, you would never have known that had you not been on the tour. Um, yeah. You wouldn't have known that room was supposed to be the desert because who's going to know that? It's yeah, dark. You yep. can't tell what color the walls are. Yeah. So it just felt like they were out of place. Had you not taken the the tour, and I think that that hurt that hurt it a little bit for me. Again, yeah. these are personal rankings, so let's just preface that by by saying that. But yeah, that that's kind of what it is. This is honestly though. This was, and and maybe it's because we had uh, previously met a lot of the cast members of this house, but this was my favorite cast in the houses just because I, we'd have those interactions with people that we, we, we met some of them at a stranger things trivia randomly. And then we were kind of both looking at each other when, when the trivia had, had all wrapped up because, you know, not to brag, but we won, uh, you know, me and Jamie kind of took home the gold Woo. with a hail Mary final question, but we, we were talking with them after and it's like, yeah, you, you guys look kind of familiar, but like, and then we're like, are, are you guys part of the cast? They're like, yeah, yeah. And we kind of chalked it up and, and started kind of finding each other online once they followed the pod and we found them and going through those specific rooms were just like, it was just so much more fun. I, I close on opening night. This was my first house opening night. And this was my final house on closing night. And I ran it twice. So that way I could see both casts because I, I noticed that, you know, one of the Lucas is the one that I, always kind of go by and cheer on wasn't there on the first run. I was like, all right, I, I know that he closes out out the night. So I got to do this right at the end to make sure that I catch him. So I wanted to kind of give props to where props was due. That cast was probably my favorite cast of all. But that really wasn't a ranking because, you know, like we said earlier, we're not going to rank the cast. Everyone does an amazing job. But just having that connection of like, you know, fist pumping and clapping for him and stuff, it just kind of raised it up a little bit. So I I ended up closing this house twice on opening or uh, on closing night. So that that factor was big time for me. It, it did help me enjoy it. But when I'm strictly analyzing and ranking these certain things, that is not really a part of this. So that's kind of where it fell for me. Coming in at number six. Now, this is surprising. So these next I mean, six through one are all within one point. Just so we're clear, this is a very tight, tight race. So, you know, I'll just say I'll say the points right now. But right now, the house we're on number six has 19.1 total points. And number one, number one has 20.1. So everything is is separated. These next six houses are all separated by by decimals. It is that close, and none of them are tied um, either. So that's pretty wild. Can exactly, I guess? and they're all off, they're all off by like by point threes, pretty much. So okay. like everyone's off, kind of just by like one or a half because I did halves. But had I not done halves, they probably wouldn't be tied. So Jamie, were you saying you wanted to guess? I want to guess. All right. So the let's see. 
So six, the number sixth house, Jamie, what do you think it is? I think it's the exorcist believer. Seamus, what do you think our number six house is? Odd fellow. Our number six house is Yeti Campground Kills. What? (laughs) Really? With 19.1 points. So the high point being the set design and the story. Holy shit. The lower point with a 3.3 is the scares. What did I rank this shit? The lowest I gave it was a three. Uh, Me too. Holy shit. Me too. Me too, actually. So I'll just start off my, my and that's like everything's wow, tight. Wow, that's crazy how tight everything is then because that's yep. insane. I didn't think Yeti was going to be that low. Yep. So number six. So just for my rankings, I gave set design a four, costumes a three, sound and special effects a four, story a three and a half, and a, and a four for the scares. Like it was all very above average and and, and higher up. I, I The set was great. There was a lot of really cool pieces. The costumes, I kind of dropped it because it was like Yeti, Yeti, Yeti. I love the Yeti costumes, but I, I to have I need more variety to give it that bump. I think for me, I think they were done very well, and I know they were all very they were all different Yeti costumes, but still it. And I and I'm I'm a Yeti fan. I'm I was calling for this house. I loved it. I uh, and again, like I said, these are all very tight. Um, but yeah, I mean the the story was above average, so I gave it that three and a half. The sound and special effects of four. So I don't know. I, I really enjoyed this house. I don't have much bad things to say. And then it's funny, too, because this was the house of the year. Yeti Campground Kills one house of the year. And we have it at six. So that's very interesting. So Jamie, it's kind of wild to me. Yeah. So Jamie, Yeti, number six. What, really... did, what did you put this stuff as? Because maybe you were the outlier. No, I thought I ranked this pretty high. Actually, I think I. But you, maybe now, I am. Now that I'm looking at it, I feel like I these last six that we have, I feel like I ranked them all pretty close in comparison with the scores that I gave for the different categories. So maybe that's why they were all so close. I mean, depending on what you guys did too. But I, the lowest one I gave this was the scares. I gave it a three. The story I gave it a four. Sound and special effects of four, and then I gave the set design and the costumes of five. <laughs> I really, I really enjoyed the set design. I mean, I think it really grew on me. I didn't love Yeti to begin with, just because I hadn't done as many runs on it yet. But throughout the season, it, it really grew on me, and I really did like the costuming. I thought all the Yetis were fun. I thought the different like fifties kind of kitschy characters, the lady in the rollers, Billy, some of the other ones that they had were pretty fun too. So I'm really surprised this is at number six, honestly. Yeah, Seamus Yeti. Number six this is weird. Yeah, because I mean, I get one of my fives was Yeti's set design. Um, I think it totally. You felt like you were in some Pacific Northwest, Upper Midwest, like camp, like a national park. It felt like a national park. It felt exactly what you were, you know, you wanted it to feel like when you thought yeti campground kills it's exactly what it felt like um i think my lowest was costumes and scares because i think like nick the costumes are they are what they are the yetis are the yetis um i know that this i know that some of them are supposed to be different like different yetis but none of them really you really can't tell in the dark um but otherwise i think you know the variety of the of the various human characters that are in this um the varying sets themselves. I think the sets all worked really well. It felt like you were walking through cabins through a basement of a cabin. And how can we forget the bear? 
Like <laughs> bear. the bear was awesome here. Such a good idea. Um, yeah, I don't know. This house is really good. That's why I'm surprised that it was <laughs> that it was that it was a six. But I guess it's just how we feel about the other five that we really think that this wasn't that, that this that this wasn't a top five house. I'm just kind of surprised it didn't manage to break the top five. Huh. It, yeah, it's very it's interesting. Very, very tight. Uh, all right, so I guess we should get into our top five then. So edging out Yeti by point three three points. So, like we said, very tight. So Yeti was a nineteen. 19- Point one six. Oh, even less. It is this one is a nineteen point three. Seamus, any guesses for our number five? Monsters. Jamie, guesses for number five. Doctor mm, Oddfellows, t- Twisted Origins. <laughs> it is Doctor Oddfellows at number ah. five. Wow. wow, really? Had to think about we it. Have. I so. Set design and costumes came ranked in as a 4.3. Sound and special effects a 4. Story was a 3.1. That was the low point. And the scares were a 3.5. So, Jamie, you guessed it. Why don't you kick us off on your, your thoughts on Oddfellow and where you kind of ranked stuff and, and and how you think this lands on our list? Yeah, I really enjoyed this house. I think it's at a good spot. I, think, I feel like collectively when we had our uh, rankings and hype lists and stuff like that, I feel like this kind of fell in the middle for all of us. So I'm glad to see it's at number five um i ranked all these pretty high yet again as i've been doing for some of the other stuff too i'm very very (laughs) generous with my scoring um for the scares i put a four i actually got some really good scares in that house uh for the story i put a four probably could have put it at a three but i was being nice um and then set design and costumes five and then sound and special effects sound and special effects i gave it a four as well um the costumes and the set design are what really did it for me with this house, honestly. I just feel like there was so many differing characters and just so many that stand out that made it feel more of like that freak show-esque style house instead of getting just straight clowns like you would in some of the previous houses like we've had with Jack's Fun House and clown vision and stuff like that. You still got that carnival-esque feel, but with those freak show side characters that are really fun to see. And I feel like they were just executed so well. And same thing with the set design. It literally felt like you were walking through a big circus tent and it was just really cool. I really enjoyed the uh, the makeup pampering kind of room and stuff like that with the different... Um, clown mannequins that had their heads tilting and stuff i really enjoyed the ringmaster room with the lion with the ballerina with the bullhead the um i know nick liked this one the kind of carnival style game room with the hammer game and the guy comes out with the hammer smacks with the hammer i just thought it was so much fun i just really enjoyed this house and i'm glad it's in that middle spot i I think it's a good spot for it yeah i had similar rankings too i had for set design costume and special effects i gave those all four and then the story and the scares of three and a half i thought they were all fairly above average so i I, you know two and a half is the average so three and a half brings it up the story it was just kind of an origin story so it wasn't you know there wasn't much of an in-depth story other than the fact that you were at dr oddfellow's you know oddity or carnival or whatever you wanted to call it so it was kind of basic on that sense but the yeah, everything else, the set design was super cool. The costumes were very, very well. It was a high point for sure. The special effects were cool because they tied it in with, you know, like you said, the clown heads turning. You had the the uh, the air guns shooting with the knives going by you. So that was just like a cool little effect that they got to tie in there while still maintaining the correct atmosphere. 
But yeah, and then the scares for me, it was it, I put it at a three and a half. So it was kind of like right right there in the middle of stuff, which is where our average was. So yeah, Dr. Oddfellow is coming at number five by 0. 0.2 points. Seamus, thoughts on Oddfellow? Yeah, I'm a little surprised it's it's it's, it's at five. Um only because like I gave it four for set design, four for costumes, and four for sound and special effects. I think for those three things, it did really, really well. Um, one of the best houses be- for all of those. Um, but then I gave the story a two and the scares a three. Uh, I, th- I thought it was relatively scary. It wasn't overly scary, but there were a couple times where I- they got me. Um, but then again, the story, much like other houses, doesn't really come through very well for me. And again, personally, I'm not wild on the whole like, carny clown type story um but i can kind of i can get how it fits into the overall event and that's why it was done that way so otherwise again i i I think this house surprised me uh, a little bit i think i don't think it i didn't think it would be top three for me but it is kind of surprising where it landed i think overall yeah i i definitely agree with all that that's i mean it we are we were pretty similar with all of our rankings um doesn't surprise me it, me and you me and you were very yeah, close Jimmy was surprise me buffers. but yeah so I, you said you gave it fours across the board for those first three that's also what yeah. i did as well um i gave it a little bit less for story and a little bit less for or a little bit more for scares and a little bit more for story but i overall that's kind of kind of where we landed it's top five i mean it like we said, this race for this top spot is is very, very, very tight. Um, so let's move right along then to our number four spot. Seamus, any guesses for what our number four is going to be? Hmm. Number four. Well, we're getting down to it now. Like, There's only a couple left, but still Man. it's like, in what order are we going to give them out? Because it's they do surprise me a little bit. And I really liked doing it this way, so that way... Uh, both of you sort of have that surprise factor because I mean we got it with Yeti, Stranger Things. I mean we've gotten it pretty much with everything. Everyone uh, yeah. has been surprised a little bit to an extent. I'm gonna say four is Exorcist. Mm, interesting, interesting. Number four is the Exorcist. Okay, coming in yeah. with nineteen point six points. This beat out Doctor Oddfellows by point three. So these scares were the strong point in this house. The average. Yeah. The average score for the scares was a 4.8. That was big. So the exorcist at number four. That was surprising listening to us from the preseason to now. Wow. This house climbed. This thing did the impossible. You know, a movie that had not been released. A movie that originally like the IP is just kind of is what it is. Uh, but they took this house and they ran with it for sure. But yeah, the scares were a 4.8. The story was a three. So that was the low point. The sound and special effects, 4.3 costumes, three and a half and the set design of four. So it really was the scares that brought this house up. And that's why I like this like tiered ranking, I guess, so to speak, the category ranking, because, you know, just because a house is scary doesn't make it, you know, necessarily the best house, but it can help it for sure. And that's what happened in the, in this case. Uh, yeah, Jamie surprised surprise me. Yeah, Jamie surprised the exorcist is number four for us. I'm actually not too surprised. I feel like the more we did this house, the more we all enjoyed it. And I 
came a little, I had to go get some water real quick, a little short break, but I ranked this fairly high and I feel like we all kind of together probably were on the same kind of rankings. I'm not really sure what you guys put, but um, yeah, I thought it was pretty scary. It was one of the scarier houses. I thought this, I thought the set design was great for, I think the story is what I ranked the lowest just because for not having seen the movie it kind of just didn't really feel like it had that storyline to it. And I still haven't seen the movie. So even doing it afterwards, I still wasn't sure. But now knowing, you kind of can tell the gist of it of what's going on and whatnot. But costuming, I thought was really great. All the uh, the demons and whatnot. I know they have a specific name, but like I said, I haven't seen the movie. I thought they all looked really great. I thought the different girls that they had, their makeuping looked awesome every night. They were creepy. They were into it. I just all around thought this was a really good house. And like you said, I think it really surprised us all how good it was going to be since we all kind of ranked it a little low earlier in the season before we got to do it yeah i had this in my rankings my rankings were all a little bit lower than everybody's it seems because i had the set at three i had the costumes at three and a half sound and special effects at four story at three and the scares at a four and a half so i kind of averaged it down a little bit for everybody but seamus your your rankings for the exorcist did this land kind of like where you sort of thought based yeah, off of yours? I think based on what we were talking, how we were talking about it the first time we did it, second time we did it, and, and so forth, um, based on the based on the rankings I gave it, I didn't think it would be as high as four, but I knew it would be top five. Uh, I Set design, I gave it a four. Had I known we could do halves or like decimals, I probably would have given it a little bit less than a four, <laughs> but... You know, four was was it. I, I think it's better than a three, but it's definitely not better than a four. Um, it gives off a little bit of Chupacabra vibes, at least initially. Um, but I, I do like a lot of the various sets. I think it, you know, it, it when it goes from outside in a different different country or wherever, then it goes into the woods, then it goes into the houses and the rooms. I think I think the changes in the, in, in the set pieces and the changes in the scenes are done really well. Even the scenes that kind of mimic each other, like obviously the exorcist room changes a couple of times. It's different enough and unique enough each time that it doesn't feel like they're just copying something. Um, gave the costumes a two because the costumes don't really... You know, they didn't really do it for me, but again, they did what they had to, but there wasn't anything special about any of it. I don't think other than like the makeup work, um, yeah. and the story, I gave it a two. I don't really know the story very well. Cause I don't really haven't seen the movie. I don't know what's different yet with between the house and the movie. If it's different at all, um, doesn't mean that it didn't come across, but at the same time, it is kind of wonky where if you didn't kind of know where the movie was going, you wouldn't know like, why are we in the woods? What country is the first scene from? Like, where are we? What, what are we doing here? You know, found a body. Well, what body are we finding? Um, then you walk into the little barn area. And there's a dead animal and the two girls sitting in the in the um, little stable area. Not really sure what's going on, how they get possessed, why it happens. So the story doesn't really do a whole lot for me, house-wise anyways. But the set design, the special effects, the sounds, uh, both of those got fours for me because I think they're really well. Um the stuff that some of the scare actors could do just scare actor <laughs> wise was unbelievable. I think like the first time I went through it and I thought one of them was like a dummy or some sort of animatronic and it wasn't, it's like a real person <laughs> um, blew me away. And then I gave the scares a five. I mean, I think the scares were something that you don't get often at a universal event. Um, 
And then again, that's, I think maybe, you know, judging it based on my reactions and my, you know, how hard it is to scare me at an event like this. Cause I, I, a lot of times I, I try to, I see it coming, whether or not I, I, I want to do, to do that. I think just naturally I, I look for where the scares are going to be and I brace myself. So I don't, I don't get scared as often, but the scares in this house were really do- are done really well. And that's a combination of how it's set up, how it's built, how the, how the scare actors are scare acting. Um, it all kind of comes together to make the scares uh, what they are. And I think this house is just, you know, some of the best scares of this event, probably the best scares of this event, but yeah. yeah. So I, again, not surprised. It's top five, a little surprised. It's, it's four, not five, but at the same time, um, I kind of see where it's going. I'm just more interested now. Like if this is for what the top three are. Yeah. Um, so any more final thoughts on the exorcist at all before we move along? I think we're good. Good. Yeah. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this house. Um, the one thing I'm, I think it might've been missing for me personally was a scare actor in one of those first two rooms, you know, in that intro market scene. And then that little scene with the doll on the table, I thought it would have been nice to have somebody in there, but, but we digress. So coming in at number three with 19.8 points. And this is interesting because everything else averaged it out. But this had the third lowest story ranking for us. But it ended up at the number three spot. And ended up at the number three spot. So Seamus, what is this house? It's Monsters. It is Monsters at the number yeah. three spot. I it, has it. A, <laughs> it has a 2.8 for the story. Yeah, I gave it a two for story. Yeah. But the set design 4.8 costumes, 4.1 sound and special effects of four and the scares were at a four as well. So interesting. And that's why I like these rankings because it does give us that, you know, a strong point or, or, or one weak point. Isn't going to completely derail you. It's, it's gonna, you know, still carry on. And I gave it a two and a half for the story as well. But everything else I gave, I gave four and a half for the set design, three and a half for costume, four for the special effects and a four for the scare. So I, it definitely averaged out. And I'm, I am surprised with that low of a story grade. It, it raised that high. But again, it's 19.8. The Exorcist was 19.6. Oddfellow was 19.3. And Yeti was 19.1. And the one above it is at 20 points so again each one has been differed by like 0.2 points so that's how tight it is so jamie universal monsters number three you happy with that i'm disappointed i honestly thought darkest deal, i thought darkest deal was going to be number three and i thought monsters was going to be two but now you're disappointed that it's even... down by one spot <laughs> i know i know but uh, so then what did you rank this at so what so how high was this for you on on some of these categories i ranked it really high i i gave everything a five except for the story so i don't know how it got number three i thought it was okay. gonna get number one <laughs> well so what did you put the story at i put the story as a four but i was generous okay. i was generous on that again and i think <laughs> it, it could have been given a three <laughs> Just handing the shit out like it's candy on Halloween. Come and get it. Here's your five. Here's your five. Here's your five. Thanks for coming. Great job, boys. Great I job. I loved this house. This is one of my favorite houses. I loved it. My, by far my favorite house of the year. Of the I season. mean, no, uh, number three is nothing to scoff at. This was an amazing no, and house. And I think compared to- you ain't I mean, first, you're last, so. No. Well, it's not first, it's third. I mean, <laughs> to be serious, the fact that Monsters ended up at three, I should surprise 
everyone that listens to us because again, I'm known as Seamus the Monsters hater, and the fact that this landed at three <laughs> should say something. Um, yep. Because yeah, I gave the story a two. I don't think the story was overall that good. I don't. I don't think it really. It it didn't do. I just don't think it was cohesive, and and maybe that's just it comes from the nature of being a, a monstrous house with various monsters all kind of thrown together. Much like it was last year, it felt super pasted on, and it didn't come through. You know the scare acting, and it didn't come through the costumes and the set pieces. But the everything else about this house was so strong that it definitely averaged it up. For sure. Yeah, I, I think so too. I mean, the set alone, just that entrance facade. I like gave it a five. In, it's like, wow. Again, this Jesus. is one of those houses where the set design, and I gave a couple set designs for fives. I, I gave this one a five. I gave Yeti a five. I gave a couple other ones, or at least another one. The set design is five. Because I think that this, ha- this house, as far as sets are concerned, was special. I, I really did think it gave off the feeling of being in mid-century France um, you know, in the mid 1800s, it felt like you were there. That facade was phenomenal. That facade just hits you immediately. The minute you walked in, you felt like, oh shit, I'm in like dark, dreary 1800s France. You know, it's it's raining, it's cold, it's 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 scary because you know you're in the middle of nowhere. You're about to walk into the sewers and there's murderers going on, or murderers out committing murders, <laughs> uh, and yeah. there's monsters afoot. And I think it just it 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 just it lock your brought, doors. It just it brought you there immediately. Um, kind of like was it last year or the year before? Was last year with no? What year was 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 um was 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 um oh my god. 2021 was, was, um, oh my Jesus Christ. Holy fuck. Um, Beetlejuice. Oh, <laughs> oh Beetlejuice. I'm so yeah. fucking old. Um, <laughs> I don't know what year Beetlejuice was. Was it 2021? Either way. That was 30. Yeah. So two years 30? ago. Yeah. It was 30. It was the COVID year. So that, again, that type of house where you walk in and it's like big open facade. You've got a scare actor talking to you. It's Beetlejuice. Same idea here where you just walk in and you just immediately are brought into that world. And I think it just really, it worked, it worked incredibly well. And overall the set pieces are just, we're just, we're just phenomenal. I, I don't know. I can't really speak any higher of, of this house when it comes to that. Um, Cause I think it was one of the best houses this year when it comes to the set pieces. And other than that costumes really, really were done really well. Um, the effects were, were were pretty good. I gave it a three for effects. Um, I love the spine rip effect, which I'm so happy they got that working. Um, and then the you know the scares, I gave it a three too because there were some scary points, some not so scary points. Um, but otherwise, yeah, monsters surprised me, uh, and I, yeah. I'm definitely I'm definitely in my humble pie for this one <laughs> because I think I went into this thinking, well, monsters usually sucks. I'm not going to be happy about it, but they they definitely proved me wrong with this one. Yeah, I mean, the special effects in this thing with, like you mentioned, the entrance facade with the rain coming down, you know, you had the hunchback there, you had the cool... Yeah, I forgot to mention uh, the, the the bungee scare too, yeah. The bungee scare was great, you know, it just, it, it all it all clicked for me. I loved this house. I thought it was just beautiful from head to toe. The only down point for me was the, a little bit of the phantom area was just a little too samey, samey, you know, it was just a couple, here's a box office, box office, black curtain, black curtain, black curtain. 
Uh, but that didn't really hurt it. Set design, I still gave it a four and a half. So, I mean, I it's it definitely didn't hurt it. It was, again, just the story. Like, it's just kind of the monsters are, are running around in Paris, and that's kind of it. It's, it's a very basic story, but everything else definitely pulled this house up all the way up the rankings to that number three spot. Any final thoughts on monsters? Jamie, did you have any more thoughts on it? I just love this house, and I'm really going to miss it. And I'm still happy it got number three. It's still pretty good. Hearing now what you guys ranked it, I'm like, okay, you ranked it. It's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, we ranked it appropriately, I think. Appropriately, yeah. So number two. So like I said, Monsters was at 19.83. Number two is at 20 on the dot. Blood Moon. Really? Number two spot. Yep. Are you joking? Wow, it finished at two? It finished at two. So Nick, I think you did. Wow. <laughs> the the set design what was the a fuck? Four- <laughs> Sorry, continue. Set design, set design was a four point six, costumes three three, sound and special effects four, story four point three. Should have ranked it higher. Should have been like Jamie. Just been like five's everything. <laughs> and then the scares are three point six. Wow. So, yeah. Um I'll just go through my rankings. I had yeah, it. Yeah, please do. I had the set design. I had the set design at a four, costumes at a three, and then the sound, story, and scares all at fours. So pretty, pretty high across the board in regards to like, no, my definitely other nothing, rankings. nothing wrong with 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 two, but damn, yeah, but it's surprising. A little it, bit, it, yeah. It got second place by point one six points. Wow. <laughs> So it didn't get blown out by any stretch of the imagination. No, but yeah, I, I, you I mean, knew it wasn't going to. The set was insane. The thing mm-hmm. that hurt it, you know, overall, the one that dropped it down was the costumes. The costume was at a 3.3. Yep. And that was just kind of based off of the story. That's kind of what you're left with, right? It's yeah, it shouldn't, it shouldn't surprise. It, sure, it really shouldn't surprise us that it, it dropped a little bit because of that. But did we all give it a five for set design? I gave it a four. I can't believe it a four, four, not a five. I gave it a five because I I, I mean, again, like I was saying before, when it comes to giving something a five for me, it has to just like it has to be something that I've never seen done before, or at least something that's super unique to a haunted house. The fact that you walk into this and it feels like you're in an open air village at night. And pull that off and make it realistic and feel like you're really there. And they did it with this. They did it like flying colors. Our tour guide for the for the six house behind the whatever tour, oh, you know, the lights on tour. She she wasn't lying when they when the guy that designed this house, the person who who led the design of this house, really is, if not a genius, someone who truly knows what they want and really made their vision come to life. Cause it does. I mean, when you get to that opening scene with, or not opening scene, I'm sorry. When you get to that, 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 the big set piece where you're in the middle of the courtyard and it's not just like effects and, and, and facades and half walls to make it look like you're in a courtyard. You're literally in a courtyard because you can see this from multiple angles. And I think the ability to make you feel like you're walking through a colonial vi- village um, and, and, and make it realistic and actually bring you there yeah i mean hats off to them for this one i mean this is like chef's kiss like it was just holy crap like 
uh, yeah, I'm speechless. I was speechless the first time we went through it, and I was speechless the second, the last time we went through it, just because of how well it was done. And I'm pretty sure I did this house like nine times, so it was easily my favorite house of the year. I would have given this one house of the year. Um, and I think I'm not gonna lie to you. If I was to rank every single house I had ever I've ever done at at Horror Nights, this would be top. This would be number one. Number one. Wow. And I'm not Over sure that games. Over graveyard games. Wow. <laughs> and dead man's. And 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 Pierre. And I, bugs. I agree. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean I love this yeah. house. Um but again, you're right. I think the costumes I gave it a three. Sound and special effects and scares, I gave all three. Because I think I think that's where it hurt it a little bit. Not saying that they were bad, but they made heavy use of the mirror effect. I don't know, I forget what they called it. But we're like, you know, looks yeah, like there's a special name, but it I looks like remember. it goes further. But there's actually a mirror there and someone comes out from behind it. I think they used it a lot in this house. Um, at least it seemed like they did. Maybe I'm just imagining things, but it felt like they did. And then a lot of the scare actors in this, a lot of the triggers were the same. Ah, 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 yeah. And like the same noises. And they come out with a with a, with a knife or, or a scythe or something like that. And again, I think that brought it back a little bit. I love, I mean, I, I, I have a love-hate relationship with the mannequin scares, but they're so effective. <laughs> they're just so yep. fucking effective. Get you every um, time. And they get you every time, even though you know they're coming from where they're coming from after you've done it once or twice. But I think the other scares kind of bring it back a little bit. But um, yeah, and the story's great. The story gave a four. So I'm going to digress, let you guys kind of give your, your feelings, or Jamie give her feelings anyways. Uh, but yeah, I love Blood Moon. Like, mm. <laughs> I mean, pretty much what you guys said too, Nick. I'm surprised you gave it. I'm surprised you guys ranked it. Or Seamus, you were saying you gave it a couple threes, or Nick did. I gave uh, it three I threes. Gave, you gave it three threes. Yeah, wow. costumes, costumes, scares, and sound and special effects. I gave it all a three. That's what. Yeah, see, I gave it a three spot. for costumes. I gave it, it a three for was, costumes. You sons of bitches. If there was more variety, if there was more variety in those three categories, I would have definitely given them all fours. This house easily could have been fives and fours for me across the board. But again, like I said, I think the triggers, there was not enough, there weren't enough unique triggers. There weren't enough unique costumes. And I think that just kind of, it's the nature of the story they were telling. And that's unfortunate, but that's just, you know, for me, that's just what ends up happening, unfortunately. So Jamie, thoughts on Blood Moon? Yeah, I mean, I can't really emphasize any more kind of other white than you guys went over. I mean, it was it was a beautiful house, probably one of the best set designs, one of my favorite set designs, at least in an original house that we've had in a really long time. Uh, the only thing I could really more so agree with you guys on, and I still <laughs> ranked it pretty high, was definitely the costuming. I feel like it needed a little bit more diversity in that sense. I do feel it was like kind of a lot of the samey characters. Although, like you said, Seamus, the mannequin, the cloaked figures, they will get me every single time. So that's definitely what had it go up for me. Um, One thing that would have probably upped the scares a little bit more for me in the room with the uh, pews that they had, kind of in the the church pew-esque kind of setting, I wish on different nights or maybe with different casts that they would switch up where they had the cloaked figure sitting at because I feel like they only had two in that room and they were always in the same spot and I feel like since we did it a couple times we knew it was going to be every time 
And I feel like that had the potential to probably be one of the scariest rooms in that house. It was still a very scary house, but... Yeah, I, I honestly think this was a great house. I mean, I feel like I've said that about a lot of them. There was only a couple this year that I didn't really love that much. But yeah, I think it's good at number two spot. Yeah, it's funny, too, because this is the number two spot and it is the third lowest in costumes. Huh. It beat out just Chucky and The Last of Us. OK, everything else beat it in co- in, in terms of costuming. Oh. Um, but let's get into the number one with a 20 Point one six edging out blood moon by point one six is the darkest deal. This thing was just a powerhouse. It was like the little engine that could we've referred to it as that in the past. This thing was like the first rumor to to pop out this year. I think in like February or March was hey, there's a devil went down to Georgia style house. And that was like, ah, I don't know how it's going to play. out, and, and I'm just don't even know if that's going to stick because it's so early. And then it kind of kept presenting itself more and more and more and it ended up staying uh so set design got a 4.16 costumes 4.3 sound and special effects 3.8 story 3.8 and the scares of four so it's definitely just that high average house like it didn't have the highest in any category but it it definitely just held that high average throughout the whole time it was consistent it was a consistent house Yep, across the board. So for my and, rankings, I I gave the set design a four and a half. I gave the costumes a four, sound and special effects three and a half, story four and a half, and the scares a four. So just very high, very high, like high yep. average, I'd say. Um, yeah, but, I mean, for me, it was again between this and Blood Moon. This had one more four than Blood Moon did. Yeah, so, that's what it did. That's what did that's it. Just <laughs> how, those points, and that's just point. how close it really was. Yep. The story was just and we talk about like not being able to to tell the story as you're walking through. No, this house, you you knew what the story was. You know, like it's just it's it doesn't have to spell it out to you. You know, we've we've talked about you know like monsters in the past, you know, like last year's monsters. You you didn't necessarily pick up the story, but this house you walk in, you know what's happening. They got the contract right there, the collector is is saying it, and it's not like in a dueling dragon style way where the story is just being told over the speakers <laughs> it the story is being told t- to you from the character saying the lines of like right you know right this way everything you're getting you the story from the actions and the acting and the scare actors and the set pieces and the costumes and it, it just tells you the story of what's going on yeah it's showing not telling which is that's the way to tell a story that's just it. i mean this house did exactly what we yes. thought, said it was going to do it was either going to be a dud or it was going to be the best house of the year. And it it did exactly that. I mean, it really is. It's like puppet theater kind of came out of nowhere. Not really sure it was going to be anything special. And it, and it, and it really, and it was, I really was. So yeah, Yeah, it just, it it kept going. I never really had a bad run. Uh, Even when I had a mediocre run, it was due to cast change, you know, so I caught, you know, a couple people skipping out and a couple people in, but I mean, the collector design was so cool. The pine straw spruces just killed it. The little goat scares were amazing. The mama scare with the UV light on her was just so good. You know, you could smell the dirt when you were in those little areas, the little graveyard scene with the Russian doll scare with the little horn guy was so cool. Uh, the candle guy was just so cool. There was a variety, you know, the only downfall I can say of it was that there was, you know, it felt a little short 
which again, nothing they can do about that. That's just is what it is. But I just I loved this house. We ran this house a lot. It might have been my most run house probably at like I probably did it 15 or 20 times. But Jamie, thoughts on the darkest deal taking the number one spot? I kind of had a feeling it was going to go to the number one spot. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> oh, OK. We're better now. Sorry. <laughs> Mitch, I'll clear that part out. <laughs> no. no, it's staying in. <laughs> Okay. But um, I'm actually not too surprised that this made it to the number one spot. Like you said, I feel like this is kind of the underdog for the season and I feel like it really shocked us. Um, I mean, you guys pretty much went over everything. The scares were great in this house. The collector loved his look, loved the design of that. And like you said, I know dueling dragons, they kind of told the story so you know what the story was, but this did execute it a lot better in the sense of telling the story without actually having to tell the story what it is just by showing which i really like that as well i feel like i got probably other than the exorcist and monsters i got the most scares this season i've gotten in this house there was just so many good scare actors there's one he got me real good and the darkest deal as soon as you're walking into the little bub's lounge area when the first pine straw spruce is on the stage they have a bald vampire-esque with the long fang teeth kind of there dancing and then all of a sudden he just turns around and scares you from around the corner and it got me a couple times and I really like those characters in there I thought the costuming was great I thought the set design was great I I really enjoyed this house I'm, I'm happy that it's at number one honestly because early on in the season like you said this was the first kind of rumor that we had all this kind of stuff I really wasn't too intrigued by it and it really surprised me yeah, this this is a very well-deserving number one. It just was the house that kept on going, kept on trudging. It I was kind of waiting for it to fall a little bit, kind of like how, unfortunately, with Dead Man's last year, it was just so beautiful and, and the story was great, but then it seemed to just kind of plateau. This one didn't seem to ever plateau. It just kind of kept rising. And every time I went through, I'd see something new. I'd catch a new scare. I would just... I'd, I'd, grow an appreciation for it every single time I went through it. So, you know, for that, it's that's why it's where it is. But so let's just recap our 10 through one real quick. At number 10, we had Chucky. At nine, we had The Last of Us. At number eight, we had Dueling Dragons. At number seven was Stranger Things 4. At six, we had Yeti. Dr. Oddfellow was number five. The Exorcist at number four. Number three was Universal Monsters. Number two, Blood Moon. And number one, The Darkest Deal pretty good rankings i love this system that we we did i thought it was a really good surprise factor for y'all to see where you were where stuff was coming out but i think this is a good way to do it so that way we're not just like willy-nilly picking one through ten you know like obviously these all factor into your decisions but to have it laid out in front of us numerically i'm a very analytical organized person i love seeing numbers i just i'm weird like that and he used to use excel i i will jump on it but yeah i mean Man, I think we'll do another episode, probably recapping some higher moments of of HHN 32 or something like that. But as far as scare zones and houses, this is kind of where we land. Any final thoughts on on any of the the houses and scare zones? I thought that was really fun. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. It It was good. Yeah, it's better than doing a just like a straight up ranking episode because I feel like we it would have been interesting to see kind of see where we would have put our final rankings and maybe we can still do that. Like on Instagram, throw up our, all our final rankings, just personal rankings. But I think this is, this is a better way of doing it. It Gives us a little bit more insight onto, you know, 
how the these why. houses break down and really kind of where they where they sit. I think it's fair too. I think it's I think it's I think it's a good judge of of house and zones. So um before we get into any like horror movie watch of the week, we got some some call-ins. So let's let's play these real quick and we'll respond to these. We asked, you know, kind of what your your houses and zones of the year were and we had a couple people call in. So let's 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 dial these up real quick. Beer and beer. Blood Guts HHN YouTube. Favorite house this year were Blood Moon Monsters at number one. Favorite Scare Zone? Probably they have 65. And Dark Zodiac. Kind of a tile. Keep up the good work. Stay spooky. Peace. Yeah, so kind of similar to ours. I mean, Blood Moon was our number two. You had Blood Moon at number one, so I I think we're we're pretty close to that. Uh, and Vamp was our number one, like very very clearly. So that was that was uh pretty similar to ours. Yeah, as well. it sounds like it was right up kind of like our alley. Same same thought process. Hi, my name's Adam. I answer the question on Instagram. My favorite house this year was definitely Universal Monsters Unmasked. He used all the monsters really well, especially Mr. Hyde. He had an actual scream out of me multiple times. And my favorite, favorite scare zone, Van 69. So big and so much fun. All right. Back to you next time. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks for calling in, Adam. Yeah, I mean, Vamp is definitely across the board, seemingly yeah. the, the favorite. I don't think I don't, I don't think anybody's going to say anything was better than Vamp. But uh, Monsters, is, I, I'm telling you, I think Monsters, last year it was obviously pretty well received across the board. I think this year might be better than last year. I'm just, just you know, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Your just topics are my topics, Adam. Hmm? <laughs> For sure. Hey, Beer and Beer Podcast. Is HHN Hulkster calling in here. I'll tell you what my favorite house and favorite zone is of this year. This is more of a Stone Cold Steve Austin now that I think about it. <laughs> that Stone Beer, the moon, though. Blood Moon, Dark Offering. Now, if I tell you I didn't run through that house as many times as I could and try to pick up on all those details, how could you not love the Candle Crucifixion? How could you not love it all? Let's keep on to the Scare Zone. Favorite Scare Zone. I'll tell you what, didn't have a lot of nice things to say about it, but I think it was an underutilized zone. Not a lot of people liked it. But I think that, uh, oh, what, 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 what do we call that? What do we call that? Don't I mean, 69, absolutely not that 69. That's too cliche of an answer. That's the, that's the upfront. Everybody wants fan 69. I'm trying to think. Ah, oh, oh, this is killing me, man. I can't remember what it was called. Dark Zodiac, I remember. How could I ever forget those chainsaws running in my head all the time? <laughs> well, those, those are my two things. That's all I got to say so far. And they just should hold through that that's more of a Stone Cold Steve Austin twist on it. But we'll, we'll, we'll work on this bit. I thought I had it better in my head the first time. <laughs> Ah, uh, gotta love the Hulk Hogan. What you gonna do, brother? That was good. <laughs> when the HHN Hulkster. I didn't know Hulkster was a fan. Comes down on you. I with mean, these 24-inch pythons. You say your prayers, you eat your vitamins, brother. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, similar. I mean, we had Dark Zodiac at our number three, so kind of right around there. 
Um, we unfortunately for you did have vamp 69 right up front, but blood moon again, I mean, it's a toss up. Honestly, you could tell me darkest deal blood moon or monsters or house of the year. And I'd say, yeah, for sure. That makes sense. Um, but yeah, those were our call-ins. So let's get into our movie of the week, our horror movies of the week, because I know Jamie wanted to talk about this last week. Uh, and we just did not have the time cause we wanted to spend our last, spend as many hours as we could in our last week of HHN. So, um, Seamus, have, have you watched anything this week before me and, and Jamie sort of fight over the air? Mm. <laughs> have I watched anything horror related? I'm trying I mean, to, it's been a while now. since we did this. It so. has been a while. Um, I don't not horror related. No. I mean, we started goosebumps, which is really good so far. I mean, we haven't finished the, we haven't finished the season yet. So don't, don't, don't at me, but yeah, uh, we haven't either. I don't know if there's anything specifically horror. I mean, I watched Halloween. Like I usually do on, on Halloween. Yeah. Um, you have to rewatched the imitation, the 2016 movie about the dinner party. Okay, not, yeah. not, yeah. The, not the, weird not the england, menu. england menu one whatever um because uh our aunt tracy and her husband josh had never seen it uh, and i wanted to you know i wanted to see someone watch it for the first time because it's been a very long time so i got to watch it for the first time and it's a really good movie if you haven't seen it before um but other than that i think that's it i don't think i watched anything else in particular so no please go ahead <laughs> i want to hear your discussion about uh the movie you're going to talk about because i haven't watched it yet so streaming now on Peacock, if you didn't go, if you didn't notice from the 13,000 ads they had at Horror Nights is Five Night at Freddy's. So we will do this as spoiler free as we can. Yeah. Um, so, Jamie, why don't you give your piece on what you thought about Five Night at Freddy's? I really enjoyed Five Nights at Freddy's. I was really excited for this movie to come out. I've played the game in the past. Can't say that about The Last of Us, but this one I actually have. I, I thought it was really fun. It was PG-13, so I knew it wasn't going to be that gory, per se. I do wish they showed a little bit more kills on screen. Like I said, not to spoil, we weren't going to try to spoil too much if you haven't seen it yet. But I thought the storyline that they used was really good. It didn't follow the exact lore of any of the books or some of the games in particular, but I don't really think that's what they were going for, which is kind of some of the negative comments that I've seen about it or the negative reviews that I've seen about it is that it didn't really follow the lore of the game itself. But I think that's kind of what they were going for is that they wanted something original and something different. And obviously there's going to be sequels in the makes because there's multiple games, which will be really fun to see. I thought Matthew Lillard was great in it. There was little Easter eggs, little nods to some of his previous characters, which was really fun too, that you'll have to keep an eye out for. All around, I thought it was a fun movie. Honestly, the animatronics just looked so fantastic. I still can't believe they were animatronics and not CGI or anything like that. They looked so good that I just couldn't, I couldn't even fathom it. It was awesome. The music that they used, the Newton brothers uh, scored this. They've also done the score for um, Haunting, or, uh, Haunting of Bly Manor, some of uh, Mike Flanagan's other stuff. I'm pretty sure they did the Midnight Mass score as well. Just, I could just keep going on and on about it, but I won't. I'll let Nick take his side on this. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a very like, okay to under average movie. I, I the story I hated. I think the you know the story you could have you could have just made this a literally. I mean, it's in the title Five Nights at Freddy's. You could have done just a simple 
This guy is working here. This is night one. This is night two. This is night three, night four, night five, whatever. Instead, they tried to add this very just overcomplicated story that we had to revisit constantly through to visuals and dreams and just, okay, I get it. This is, you know, this is the purpose. This is why he's doing it, whatever. Like, and it just got, it just got confusing to the sense that I wasn't necessarily like confused about it. I was just confused how the character thought he was going to solve his problem. It just didn't really make sense to me. Um, yeah, the animatronics looked fine, but I think they looked just as fine, if not better, in the Nicolas Cage, Willy's Wonderland movie from a couple of years ago, which we did a killer review on a long time ago. Um, yeah, PG-13 horror movies, they, they can, they're they tricky and they can be done, but I don't think this necessarily did it. This wasn't really horror. Uh, there wasn't really any scares or gore or anything like that i think the only sense of horror in it was that it's based on a horror video game the games are probably scarier than the movie i'd say um but yeah i thought it was completely okay um you referenced the nods to previous matthew lillard characters i thought that that was very cheap fan service (laughs) which which it's like i like it's i can deal with fan service if it's from that series or movie but when it's in a different series and movie it's just like they're it's just cheap it feels like they're just trying to 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 use something that's not theirs to bring an audience over it's like okay you had nothing to do with that don't touch that that's not yours like that's not your property that's not your idea that wasn't your character like i i get it you wanted to do it for fans of of that series but like it's just that this isn't that series stop taking their idea it just for me it feels like like theft it feels like they stole that and like we're just trying to get a cheap pop. And it was just for me, it just made me really angry. Um, but yeah, like overall, it's a it's a fun whatever movie. It's it's like it's very, very inoffensive. You know, it's just a very OK average movie. So, I mean, if you want to check it out, go check it out. People like seem to enjoy it, I guess. I, I, I seem to be in the minority a little bit when it comes to the 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 ratings of this movie. But I just I, it's whatever it's it's a whole bunch of nonsense and jamie was getting mad at me because she i, w- I knew I was, he wasn't gonna was like quiet. it the whole time he was quiet through the whole movie as i'm over here going oh my god can't believe it over here freaking out thinking it's so cool and i'm like damn as soon as the movie was over i was like you didn't like it did you you were like no <laughs> not at all <laughs> no i knew no, it just like, like just like us <laughs> Yep. Nope. Hate that movie. Hate it. Tried to watch it again recently. Hate it. Still (laughs) sucks. I do want to give one honorable mention before we go for another movie that we watched that I think you did enjoy. So we also watched, it's now streaming on Shudder, the most recent Hell House uh, film in the- Oh, I haven't haven't watched it yet. Oh, never mind. Nick didn't watch it. I thought you watched it with me. Maybe I just watched- Oh, no. I watched it by myself. I take that back when I was off work. (laughs) Well- I don't even notice him around. I thought you were there because I I just always feel you with me. I'm just just chopped liver. (laughs) Yes, I'm just freaking chopped liver. No, but I did watch the new Hell House, uh, Hell House LLC, The Carmichael Manor. It's now streaming on Shudder. I think this is probably my favorite Hell House to come out in the franchise other than the first film. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, it was it was really good actually. I thought it was really really good. So don't want to spoil too much because Nick hasn't seen it. I'm not sure if Seamus has, but it was really enjoyable. It tied into the first film, which was really cool. I love those little callbacks. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? Ooh, you should watch it. No, I do need to watch that. Yeah, but really enjoyed it. It's a good film. Go check it out on Shutter. Maybe we'll do when we get back into things now since Horror Nights is over some Shutter Sundays. That'd be a fun one to do. 
Yeah. All right. And and speaking of like in our wrap up, uh, we have a lot of cool stuff we're going to be pushing. Um, I, I we probably won't really get to it until about December because we're going to really get together, organize stuff. And we're going to I don't want to say we're rebranding, but we're going to be adding a lot of cool stuff that's going to be outside of the podcast. So make sure you're following us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. But we're going to be doing a lot of stuff. But yes, Shutter Sundays are coming back. Uh, maybe we can even roll that out this week. That's that'll probably be a very easy thing. Uh, but we're going to be adding a lot of things similar to that. You know, we're going to be doing instant reactions to new horror trailers, instant reactions to horror movies, uh, just random light killer reviews that are just little mini series, um, a whole bunch of other stuff. We might do a series where we just argue against each other over movies we really <laughs> like. Um, but yeah, so we, we're going to have a lot of cool stuff coming to you for uh, coming to you probably around you know, December or the end of the year. Uh, maybe we'll kickstart 2024. Yeah, that's the year we're heading to. Um, with this sort of, you know, new and improved fear and beer. Uh, but the podcast is going to stay the same. We're just going to do some extra stuff on on outside platforms. But yeah, Shutter Sundays, that sounds like a good idea. We could probably watch Hell House LLC. Uh, what is it? The Carmichael Origins mm-hmm. or something Carmichael like that. Manor. Manor. There we go. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. That stuff's pretty cool. I I do want to get those kickstarted back up, and I hope yeah. you all enjoy those. Um, next week we have our award show. It's our third annual HHN Fear and Beer Award Show. We're going to give out various awards. You'll probably hear some familiar voices from outside of the our podcast uh, guest announcing some awards. Hint hint. Um, but we're going to reach out to some people during the week and see who wants to be involved this year because that is usually one of my favorite favorite shows i like the ranking it's all fun and good but i like giving out these random little awards so i'm very excited to kind of get 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 working on that one um but any other final thoughts before we get out we only got a couple more moments before we're uh expired on our recording time but we got some time if you have any final thoughts i think we covered it all that was a long one that was fun though i like that yeah it was a good year thank you again universal i don't know if anybody that works there listens to us or not but if you do um, just know that y'all did another amazing year. This was a really special event. I think that this year was one of the best years that I've been to. So um, just thank you for putting it on, doing what you do. Because if it wasn't for you guys, we would have nothing to talk about. So, yeah. Yep, that's for sure. Um, I, I put a big, big thank you post to everybody on on the socials. So yeah. I think I said my part. But yeah, again, great year. Uh, just real fun stuff. I'm really excited for the next year. You know, it, it always comes in waves, right? Where it's like, you know, July and August, you're counting down the days and the minutes. And then, you know, September, late August, early September, you hit the ground running. And then, you know, late September, maybe early October, you start feeling a little bit of like, Oh, all right. Like I'm a little <laughs> bit tired. And then you get to the last two weeks and you're like, Oh shit, I got to, we only got so much more time left. So this is going to run out. And then you, you spend all your time there. And then, Come November, you're just a hermit. You're just a I'm a bear going in hibernation. I gotta shed all the weight and I'm just gonna sleep all day mm-hmm. and ugh, detox. But until next time, this is Nick. And this is Seamus. This is Jamie. Happy off season. We are finally in the off season. Bittersweet. Bittersweet. Happy haunts. You know, it's Halloween. And again, I would
just like to thank Vampire Stepdad for letting us use his music for our intro and outro music. So if you would, just go check him out, Spotify, Facebook. Again, that is Vampire Stepdad.